It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 310. Happy Monday. Did you see that spit come across? No, I didn't see it. I did a big bit of spit there. Sorry about that. Solid effort. Are you someone who would point out if if someone was to spit on you? Oh, like as in mid-conversation, just accidentally, Mm. just a little... Nah, I've very much not said anything. Very much not said anything. Very much... I'll just stop talking. No, I've, I haven't said anything. Mm. There's a couple of times it's happened. Mm. You don't, like, you're the dude who avoids awkward situations at all costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't imagine you ever do it, like, pointing it out. You're like, <laughs> in my mouth, <laughs> I've got something, I've definitely caught something from this person. Yeah, I don't mind too much. I'm someone who will share cups with someone. Yeah, we shared a coffee this morning. When I say shared a coffee, you brought a thermos mm-hmm. and poured your cup full and then I drank out of the thermos. But I was surprised that you kept it going back. As, yeah, I don't mind. Like you kept on grabbing it and pouring more into yours, but I'd been sipping at it. I feel the only time I would ever sort of be like, oh, which side of the cup, like being weird about it was to make the other person feel. Really? So a, you don't give a shit? No. Nah. i tell you what you do give a shit about, numbers that you don't have in your phone that call you. Mm. Well, I just feel like there's a lot of people calling nowadays, whether it's uh, scamming to print, pretending to be the ATO, yeah. the tax office here in Australia. So I've got a handful of friends that I know they scream my call when when I mm-hmm. when I'm calling, and that's that's another issue altogether. That's a, yeah, that's it. That's a you know who's calling, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'll just get it later. And I think it's just their anxieties. But I think I, I've always had the rule of just answering the call. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is, I'll just especially unknown numbers. I'd probably screen someone's call, just like I'll get back to them later. But answer it. Yes, you don't know. Well, the thing is that the voicemail, like that's what I like about the voicemail function. I now am with Telstra purely for the fact that I've got visual voicemail, (laughs) so I can see, I can click on them, and I can listen to them. Jeff Jowett, who we've had on the show, he um, his voicemail is hilarious. He says something like, uh, "Thanks for calling. Uh, Do not leave a voicemail. I will not be listening to any of these." (laughs) So he does the opposite. I know the Telstra thing is good, mm-hmm. but w- we all would you say we could have missed an opportunity had you not taken my advice oh, and yeah. called this number back? Because he spent five minutes trying to Google the number. Well, I was Googling. I was <laughs> getting to the point of calling them back, to be clear. You were? But the thing is that I was like, before I call them back, I'm going to make sure that it's either someone that I want to talk to yeah. or if I don't know, like if I can't work it out, I was going to I was gonna call them. But I wanted to do my due diligence yeah. and be like, okay, am I not, I didn't want to end up on a scam call or ended up like speaking. But you just hang up on them. I've got, I'm, I'm brutal. As mm. soon as they're, hello, Mr. Jacket, uh, hang up. Thank you. I know who you are. I know what you're calling for. You'll call back. You won't call me Mr. Jacket if you know who I am. Mr. 97, I feel like you would be rattled if you got a phone call. He doesn't even answer my call. No, the kid <laughs> doesn't even get phone calls. Yeah. What do you – do you communicate with your friends? Nah, not really. <laughs> do you have friends outside of us? <laughs> we actually – what, what about the other day when uh, – this was probably a month and a half ago oh, yeah. I called Mr. 97. Yeah. And uh, it answered – yeah, it sounds and surprised. And I just it? heard, Mason, you got a call. And then, then I just oh. hear like a hang up, like, like a fumble and a hang up. <laughs> Who and was then, it? And so I was, called, I was calling 97 mm. and I think what happened? I literally just hopped in the shower and left my phone on the bench and Sam came running in. Your brother? My brother, my brother Sam came running in. He was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Mason, you got a call. And I was just like just panicking. I had no idea what to do. Just so I was like, hang up. <laughs> 
bad look. No, did you know that he'd answered? You so you did. You no, I didn't know. Up. I didn't know he answered. Like he just he came running in with the phone. Yeah. Every time I call him, it's like this. Tommy. Yeah. It's like Josh. He's surprised, like yeah. super surprised. Oh, he's called me. Yeah. Tommy, can I help you? He's like, yeah, I just called you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have a chat with you. What is it about your generation? Like, cause you're 19. Yeah. Is this a thing within? your mates and, and this age where you're just not actually getting on the blower. That sounds real weird. Um, blower is r- phone. Yeah, just yeah. getting on the blower. <laughs> just getting on the phone call. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think like if, if it's like a best mate or something, a call's like, mm. I think it's like okay if you're like best friends. Mm. But yeah, it's just weird when you're talking to like someone else. I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like uncomfortable with, yeah, I don't know. Talking. Like, like let's say, for example, you were, you know, potentially dating a girl, mm. and she just called you. Like you hadn't, hadn't, you'd maybe caught up once, yeah. had a nice time, and then she calls you. Yeah. Just what would you, what would you, what would you feel? At the at the start, I think like when when you see look down and see who's calling, you'd be like, oh, hang on, what like what's going on? But like after it is fine. Yeah. I think it's just like the initial anxiety. I tell you like, oh, what's going to happen. I tell you where this also leads to this lack of communication on these kind of devices. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you and I were together working on a job and the maybe it was the HR person was saying there's a real problem in businesses these days where yep. people just stop rocking up and they, they've quit. They yeah, haven't so they, told anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They literally just haven't handed in their resignation. They stop answering any calls. It's a ghosting. It's like an actual – it's a, a problem with these yeah. businesses. Well, because we're – like especially when there's a contract involved and work cover, mm. you can't just sever someone's employment yeah. just because. I'd be pretty disappointed if Mr 97 just stopped rocking up. <laughs> what would we do? I don't know. Would I was actually thinking about that around like we haven't sort of have, – we don't have contingency plans for if – 97 has a sick day. I know. I, w- I, was, I mean, we are capable of doing I don't know. what he does. The, the more days he does it for us, the less True. I'm like True. willing be- to do stuff. He, he better not be one of those employees that, that starts thinking, these guys couldn't do it without me. Yeah. You'll just, six months in, we'll come in. Just <laughs> I, I teed up a guy to work with my dad who's a landscaper mm. and he didn't rock up. On a Monday, no, no, and sounds like one of your mates. My dad called. He he was a year above me, mm. um, and he wasn't really a friend, but he was you know an acquaintance. We went to primary school, and then I knew him in high school stuff. Anyway, he um, my dad ended up going around to his house because he was really? like, oh, I think it's really unusual. Like he was more just concerned a bit. I mean, my dad probably had the right concerns because he ended up being a bit of a junkie. And he robbed one of my mates' houses. Uh, that's not good. And so, and then he fled and was. Cha- I actually saw him in Bondi once. He was wanted by the bikies. How did you know? Were the bikies putting out signs? Uh, he he ripped off someone in a drug deal, stole all these. Don't drugs. do that. Well, I've I've yeah. ended up somehow in sort of the same field. Yeah. <laughs> Being on a wanted list. Minus the drugs. Minus the drugs. Well, yeah. we didn't talk about it on Friday because we had uh, the, sh- the shameless girls on the show. Yeah. But uh, that morning was one of the biggest mornings I've had this year. Yeah, your, your eyewitness account mm. of well, a crime. Also, at 4.30 in the morning, we, we've been uh, sleeping with our sort of uh, window ajar oh, yeah. to have some fresh air coming in. Yeah. And uh, the... Basically, we heard this really loud bang. Yeah. And, and you just uh, shut yourself. Well, I straight away woke up. Like, you don't know what's happening. Like, when you mm. hear a bang that loud, it was like a really loud bang. Mm. You think that 
I've just got this vision because we're quite high up in the apartment. I have this vision for some reason of the whole apartment tipping. Oh, no. And what would that feel like? Like what do you grab onto? You're done for, mate. Yeah. But I just wonder like what do you do in those moments when it's all falling? You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I imagine oh. making that sound. Door frame. Go to a door frame. Isn't that like a thing in uh, cyclones and, and um, earthquakes? You go mm. to a door frame and hold because it's like a structural point. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's what I have Maybe heard. bathrooms as well. But if your building is falling over, you are yeah. fucked. So anyway, but we heard this bang, look out the window and there's a ute, which is like, uh, what would you, international listeners, what's a ute? Oh, pick it's a pickup truck. truck. Yeah. Uh, had reversed into like a, a door of a shop, mm. right? And the guy was in high vis, <laughs> so it looked like they were like trying to deliver something. I yeah. didn't know what time it was. It woke me up. Yeah. And then... I realised that it was a ram raid and they were trying to smash mm. the front door open. Yeah, they fucked it. Mm. <laughs> well, they got caught on a on a pole, like a steel pole that yeah. was sort of specifically designed for if cars tried to ram raid it. Well, uh, you said that and then I looked at the footage and I saw the um, news reports and I saw up close of that uh, metal pole. Yeah. It, it is, it was a, it's a solid metal rod coming out, which I would think if I was doing the ram rating, that that mm. thing would just pop straight out as soon as you, you just hit it, it would just fly. No. But that thing was so solid and actually took the back of the car. Yeah. Also, <laughs> well, I was filming. I straight – my first thing to always do is to grab my phone. Yeah, it's a good move. And so I grabbed my phone and I was zooming in. I was getting footage of the whole thing and they were swearing at each other. Yeah. And one of them just started bolting and, and like did running they, off. Did they say, go, go, go? Or no, he no, just no. ran. He's just like, it's on a pole. It's on it. Like they, I think they were trying to yeah. fix the situation at first. 100% a stolen van. And I bet you they found the, the hive is in the van and thought, oh, let's whack this on. Maybe. Definitely. And so anyway, uh, the frustrating bit was that in that moment, I was telling Brie to call the police. <laughs> And she didn't call the police. So I feel like it's slightly irresponsible of me yeah. filming a crime yeah. and not calling. But then I went out and I, I called triple zero, which is the number here in Australia yeah. for emergency services. And they put you through first. And they say police, fire or ambulance. Mm. I say police. Mm. I've done this. Like I've called, I've called emergency services probably half a dozen times. You're that in my guy. Life. Yeah, always. See something I on the phone. Always see something. Saw some kids start a bushfire once. Really? Went, a whole park went up in flames. I know. And um, anyway, so I uh, did that, said police. Mm. And then they, they put you through to the police like uh, unit. But the thing was, it was ringing for so long. It really? was ringing for, ringing for about a minute. So what time? It's 4. 4.30 in the morning. What and are so, they doing? Well, what they were saying is like, uh, so the person who like transfers you through, they're staying on the phone until you have the the call through. And so they just say, that's like ringing and they're like, just please hold on the line. Mm. That's a ring. And it's like, please hold on the line. And then I'm literally like start having a conversation. I say, Is, does it normally take this long yeah. to connect? What did she say? She said, just repeat it. Just please stay on the line. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, I got through. I'm terrible with exact directions, but mm. I could hear because I was out the balcony at this point. The people above us had called the police. Ah, okay. And so anyway, but it was it was pretty exciting. And I watched. I then we could see everything from our bedroom. So I spent from <laughs> four thirty until seven a.m. Uh, on my side, 
getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. I, it must happen every night. You've got no. You've got no no net. Yeah, get perfect the net. for filming. Get the net. Don't get a net. Like a net will get You've in the got way a balcony. of filming. Go on the balcony. But the balcony, I felt like I was too exposed. Nah, you're high up. Should I have? I mean, what you're exposed is going on the news and saying that your name's Josh Jansen and you witnessed this crime and I put the video forward. Well, That's like saying, I'm a rat. Well, so that wasn't, that wasn't what was going to happen. So, what, <laughs> so I watched everything. And so for people who have just uh, joined the show, uh, haven't listened to probably the first 100 episodes, I spoke about how when I was at an apartment, my last apartment, yeah. There was a fire at the next door's apartment, which was more probably way more serious because it's immediate danger to yourself. Mm. Like the fucking fire, the house was on fire, the apartment was on fire next door. And so I did a whole video. I started as soon as I heard the guy say, "Everyone, get out! There's a fire!" I pressed record on the iPhone. I've got footage of me running out of the apartment and yeah. seeing all the flames and stuff. You saw uh, from the outside. Flames from the outside. But those, flames, those flames from inside were mm. literally next door. It was like a door away, yeah. right? And Amazing so, that it didn't ruin the wall. Well, so that's what I thought because annoyingly, like the where the f- fire was, yeah. I was – the thing. I didn't bring any of my hard drives or anything. The yeah. only thing I remembered was like – my phone, like to record the, all for content, but only for the content for now, not for all yeah, the old yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so they, um, yeah, when I ran out, I saw the flame was basically next to our bedroom. And so I was like, oh, we're oh, done. No. Because the thing is that not only was it next to our wall, the wall which the fire was on, mm. like coming up against, Brie had this like stack of her perfume, mm. like ending all these fucking small bottles. I was like, this is the perfect explosive device. She's got like 14 fucking bottles of perfume. She's since got rid of yeah, them all. Yeah, yeah. But I, w- I was worried. But surprisingly, between all of all, I was super surprised. Mm. The flames didn't mm. damage it at all. Did it have a um, those sprinklers? Sprinklers? Yeah. Did they they went off? So they went off in their apartment, so flooded our apartment. So That's they had annoying. to do all carpet sort of thing. Yeah. But the problem was that I put the video online, and Brie had this big event that she was uh, running for her work. Yeah. And I just called her, just like I don't know if it was the right thing to do, but I just called her. It's like the whole building's on fire. I've I've made it out, but the whole building. <laughs> this is just before she's like. Running yeah. the biggest event that she's ever done. I mean, there is something about witnessing these things that is mildly entertaining. It's like when the house next door blew, um, caught on fire, and then I was fighting. Oh, you're very similar. But I was directing Amy to call the police, and mm. while I was filming, I did the exact same thing. Yeah. But did I, she call? Uh, I think she did, but everyone else had called. Like, it was the thing is, a lot of things are being seen by other people. If you wake up, yeah. high chance you're not the only one. That has seen it. But the thing is, when when that happened, when the fire happened at my last apartment, yeah, I fell into the trap of engaging with the news. <laughs> I just started my business, Full Stack Films, and I saw it as an opportunity where I'm like, I was at the stage of like guerrilla marketing. Here we go. Yeah. And so they're like, can we speak to you? like? So I saw I was um, on the balcony, and they were like, oh, do you want to come down and chat? And so I, I spoke. They led everything with, yeah, I've just started freelancing with my business, Full Stack Films, and I heard this explosion and obviously they just yeah, cut yeah. out all the, the – I mean, the only way you kind of – like I've, you actually approach it with this you, – you were giving a serious account. Yeah. I think next time because you are the guy that will go to the media or be on, you'll get taken in. Somehow you end up – okay, I'll tell you my account. Well, where it went wrong last time – 
at the other at the <laughs> fire apartment fire was that they asked me to come upstairs. Uh, they sorry, they asked if they could come upstairs because they didn't have access, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, sure, you can get some shots. And so they were they set up the sticks, the tripod out on the balcony, and that was fine. And then they said, hey. Josh, do you mind if you just come onto the balcony and just sort of look over? And it was a horrendous idea because what they were doing, which I didn't realise really until they left, was it was a reenactment. <laughs> and so there's footage. And so I was it also him into a reenactment. Yeah, and I was working from home, so I had the most horrendous neck. Beard. You, you, I think you should know. You're a video person. Yeah. <laughs> you make them for a living. But I've, but I said they the got rule. you. But I, I know, but I said the rule. I was like, so I spoke to uh, when this ram raid happened. Yeah. Uh, so after I spoke to Triple Zero, mm. I then called the local Collingwood Police Station yeah. and said, "Hey, I've got this footage." And they, they weren't really that interested. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. So that that was all done. They took my details. And then I was getting ready in the morning and there was all the news. I was watching every news uh, channel coming out and getting you know, channel 9, channel 10, channel 7. Oh, from the balcony you could from see. From the balcony okay. I could see all that sort of thing, yeah. right? And so that was all fine. I wasn't engaging at mm. all. I was like, man, if only they knew I had this footage. And then I was walking. I decided to uh, go to work. And normally I walk on the back streets yeah. and this was on a main road in Smith Street. Well, you like to avoid any close contact with People. other humans. Yeah. I, morning time is a bit like that. And so this was the first time where I was like, oh, you know what, I'll just – I'll walk past and if there's some police there, I'll just show – and if I feel like the vibe's right, I'll just show them the footage. But I'm like, this isn't, this isn't me seeking attention. I'm just I, – if this is going to be helpful – I want to be helpful. Yeah. And so I was walking and I saw a young police officer. I said, hey, oh, just so you know, I was sort of quiet. I said, yeah. I just, I'm just up the apartment, just up there. And I um, actually got footage. Yes, you got footage? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, have, can I have a look? He's like, oh, wow. He's like, he turns to me, he goes, now, Channel 10 News is just there and they're going to love this. Guys... Uh, oh, this he, guy, yeah, oh, he calls no. him over. He goes, oh, this guy's got some uh, actual footage of the Ram Raid. And then two journos quickly walk over. They're like, oh, really? Can we see it? I'm showing it. And then it goes out of focus. The police officer had a huge amount of investment, right? You yeah. know when you show someone something on YouTube yeah, yeah. and it's not, and it's a funny video but it's not funny in a certain bit? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you always say, oh, it's not funny in this I'll bit. I'll just forward a yeah, little bit, yeah. And so I'd already showed the police officer the video. Um and so I'm showing them the video, video, and in the video there's a bit where it goes blurry well, for a you second. Zoom in on these fucking phones, yeah. and the loses the, it. it. It blurred for a bit. Yeah, but I just love how invested the police officer was in because he goes, "Oh no, don't worry, it refocuses." He's saying this to the journo's as it's all happening, right? And they're like, "Oh, could you airdrop us that footage?" I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And they're like, "Actually, do you mind?" Do you mind if we get you on camera? Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess it doesn't doesn't hurt. And so before you know it, I had two cameras and two microphones and they're asking me all these questions. <laughs> the th- I think where if you want these – I mean, it was great. It was awesome. Did you watch me on Channel 10? I, I don't have a TV, but I saw what you posted, what we, what we shared. Oh, and what your mum shared. Oh, shit, I want to say I haven't yeah, seen I've it. Got, so mum said, oh, the 6 p.m. they really – they went to town. The um, a few things I worried about as soon as I heard, I heard that you were you'd done a bit of news coverage. Mm-hmm. These dudes also have televisions, 
and now they know what apartment building you live in and what your full name is. Yeah. This is the thing. I, and Mr. 97 and I, the, here's the thing. Criminals, dude, they're fucking- Don't give them any ideas. They're tweaked. No, but I, I don't, I don't Tommy know Jackets if I Kilda. would- Tommy Jackets and Kilda. Put my name onto any Tommy eyewitness. Tommy Jackets and Kilda. You can find me, but I don't know if I'd give my name on any eyewitness. Like I'd give over the footage. Absolutely. You know what? I'm speaking direct. If you're watching me, if these are these, no, listen here. I'm serious. He's taking us down as well, no. Mr. 97. 25 Easy Street. Come to the office. I'd prefer to you actually come to the I'll office. Because I'll have to fucking do the bashing. Tommy Jacket. I will have to do the bashing. Come at us. I'm serious. <laughs> come at you me. The, you did the wrong thing. I agree the wrong thing, but it's like people who do that kind of shit are tweaked. Mm. This is where I. But they're running I honestly, away. Uh, I was honestly like, oh, fuck. That's a bit annoying that what? they that they know these details. The thing is, like the criminals are fucked. I was like the main witness in the whole story. They used my footage yeah. and all that sort of thing. And so the one thing is that like Bree wanted to go yeah. to. Um, we're looking for. A, I'm trying to find a slimline bag, you know, at the moment for my mm-hmm. laptop and stuff. And Bree said, "Let's go to MacPack, which was the place where it happened because they were open." I said, "I don't want to because I know that all the MacPack employees." Well, no. I've definitely seen the footage, right? Dude, so I'm the I'm the. Max- it still blows me away how many people watch television. Yeah, like I got a message from someone that I don't speak too much. Was like, your mate from work is on the TV. Mm. Yeah, uh, can you please next time try and be a bit outrageous? Like bring some quirk, like like get real weird I was, with it. I was literally because otherwise it's just you just like yeah I saw this. Well, because I didn't want it to be silly. I was like, wanted but no, the, but why not? Yeah. Well, because it was, and that's why my no learning, one was hurt. Because uh, always what happens is after that whole thing, mm. you have all these ideas. It's Yeah, it's very heated. Like live, it's like... Could we do it again now? Like I'll show you what I would have done. So you ask you ask me or whatever and I'll be the witness. Um, uh, hello, uh, Josh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mate, can you tell us um, a little bit about what happened as soon as you saw the incident? Yeah, so I just heard a bang and then a... I thought that it there a would scooter? be no, it was a Ute, and so I thought the gear. I always laugh at the guy who does did the barking. On yeah, the car yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought that I would do the. We're sound out of, of character car. now. We're out of. He's not. Yeah. And so that's what I was. That thinking. would have been good. Sound of the car, and then a bit of a reenactment of the sound of the yeah. dude. Oh, let go! Come yeah. on! Yeah, they, yeah. They really fucked up. And so the thing was. That I definitely felt like after you said, oh, you got to be careful or whatever. Yeah. I definitely yeah. had that little feeling mm. of like, I'm already a little bit paranoid with stuff. Yeah. But I genuinely feel that way. Like, I know you don't want to hear it, mm. but it is like if you see some real bad crime mm. and you put your hand up, it is going to go public. Like, like there but is. Think about like, what about all the other. Think about if you were going after like Donald Trump or mm. any. like. Mm big people at the moment. It mm. feels very low level, this stuff. But I did, yeah. I, I said- but Junkies, like uh, chance I don't think are that they, they were, were drug junk- addicts. Trans- Dude, what are they going to get from a fucking clothes store? They're going to break in still 400? It was silly. $4,000, it's not that much. Yeah, it was silly. You're going to resell it. Mm. There's a, yeah, there's it's a part a huge, that they actually have to yeah. then- Hey, would you want They're to in the wholesale business. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I think you'll be fine for this one because they'll probably get away with it. They yeah. probably won't find these people. Yeah. Well, I did, but I- me trying to be low key is the word. Like I'm so bad at it. And Bree, because I what say- What do you mean to, low key is in? Well, I said, like I said to Bree, I'm just like, 
I inevitably, like I said, I'm like, oh, the one annoying thing is that people in the apartment block will watch uh. the news and then they'll know Josh is like the narc. We had a comment on Instagram where someone said narc. Yeah. Or, or saying rat. Rat, yeah. yeah. So basically like saying that. You're I'm, ratting on yeah. them. And so I Which was I like, think they should be ratted on. It's yeah, just about putting exactly. your name to the rat. And so I was just like, oh, I wonder, like I'm seen, probably seen as this attention seeker or whatever. But anyway, I just, for whatever reason, I lean into these things. I was in the lift and we see, we meet our next door neighbour for the first time. Yeah, like you're right next door. Yeah. And so I just can't help. I actually, it's almost an out-of-body experience where I see myself, I go, <laughs> please tell me you opened the video and like I didn't playing have, it. I didn't have the video, but what I said was I was like, oh, did you get woken up by the Ram Raid? And they're like, oh, no, I heard about it. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was on the news about <laughs> it and Breeze just Breeze eye rolling just like, you fucking say this thing. He goes, oh, uh, oh, I'd love to see that. I was like, yeah. I said, oh, it was real punter mentality. But anyway, uh, see you later. Please tell me you spoke like that as well. Yeah. So, sounding like, like you had too many rums. Yeah, it was a little bit. Fuck. There is something about you where you are so aware and then so out unaware. Mm. But maybe you're aware in the moments where you're coming across unaware. It's like this, the outer body is you deciding to lose awareness yeah, well, <laughs> in a moment. Like, what's the, it's definitely a little bit of that. <laughs> the guy on the balcony doing the reenactment. Yeah. I didn't have, get to do any reenactments. That would, that would have been funny. But <laughs> I, the other thing I've noticed that I did this morning, I don't know if you ever do, do this. I thought mm. it was a little bit tweaked. So I thought I'd bring it up just to find Drinking out. Drinking out of my thermos? No, well, not your that. thermos, but no. mine at the time. You could actually, you guys can play as my psychologist until we find me one. Mister um, <laughs> Ninety Seven doesn't answer phone calls for fuck's sakes. Yeah. What well, do you think psychologists would? If yeah, I, I called a psychologist, they would answer like, "Hey, Josh, how are you feeling?" Well, if you, if you, you had sure? a time assigned to them, as I'm, in, as what, I'm just talking on ge- in general. I'm saying Mister Ninety Seven doesn't answer phone you calls. You don't phone. Do you, can you do psychology appointments through the phone? Lifeline. Oh, those types of ones. Okay. Well, no, so I was um, – I realised that this is maybe a little bit tweaked. Mm. This morning there's two lifts, a lot of lift chat today, two lifts which are elevators if you're outside of mm. – if you're in the US. And so we, there's two lifts that could be either go up or down, mm. you know, as lifts do. And so I press the, the one down button to be able to go down the lift and it takes a while. It doesn't show you which lift to get into until – the lift arrives there, and yeah. then the arrow of the correct one. Doom. And so I walked over to one lift and I said to myself, if it's this lift, I'm going to have a good day. If it's not, yeah. it's going to be a shit day. Yeah. Luckily, OCD. luckily it, it was that lift. Yeah. But I was just like, fuck. No, what I've, a I've, shit played little, I've played little games like that. It yeah. can, it's just, I think there's, I don't think you're like... There's some people that take this to excess. Yeah. Do you say like, oh, if I don't cross, if I can cross the road before it goes red, it's going to be a great day? Yeah, I've I've done little things like that. If I if I get lights, the problem is when you start uh, affirming mm-hmm. the thought. So if you get the right lift, so it means the good day has always ended up on this lift, mm-hmm. and then you the game's off the table, and all you think is this lift means good day. Yeah. So I can't get into that yeah. lift, and then you actually stop riding that fucking lift because you can only ride the, the left one. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, you have to take the stairs when that's broken. But then what does that mean? It's all luck. What is it? Well, uh, talking we are, about, we're giving it meaning, right? Talking about luck, I got a call from my brother Jake over the weekend. Is that lucky to get a call from Jake? Well, he got very lucky. Did he? Because uh, he went to a, a pub and they had um, betting. You oh, could yeah. bet on things. What, what do you mean? Like a TAB, I guess. Okay, yeah. Like a sports bet yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And it was – I didn't know you could bet on dogs. I thought dogs, that was sort of – No, um, greyhounds. I thought greyhounds, that was in certain states maybe. Because uh, you know how no. like every person has a fucking greyhound now? <laughs> yeah, because they're all rescued from Yeah, because the they races. stopped the industry, I thought. Yeah, yeah, no. In certain parts. No, no, no. Well, in some parts. So anyway – I don't know if that's true. So can you look it up, 97, around the – Greyhound racing. Greyhound racing. But anyway, uh, I got a call, a voicemail from Jake. There was – a dog called Go ninety seven. Go ninety seven. And so Jake's like, "Oh, Mister ninety seven. This is a sign. I'm going to put ten bucks down on Go ninety seven. That's generous. Ten bucks. What did he win? One hundred and ten. Far out. Yeah, I thought that was quite good. Ninety seven, the lucky number. I thought so. Have you got any word on the greyhound stuff? Yeah, a band's coming in in ACT. Okay, ACT. but not Victoria. Okay, so just yeah. Canberra. so Canberra. Yeah. How much dog racing is going on in Canberra? Maybe a lot. A lot of dogs. I mean, there's in so much noise around it being cruel. I've been I've been to some of the the races in Shepparton. It's a big one. Mm. The trots, like the. Yeah, I'm just not into it. Well, you you could have bogan. I think it is. Mm. I but think that news that the stuff that I did within the news, very bogan. That's very bogan. But it also feels like. How many times can that happen again in my life? How well, many, like it seems every I, dude, three why years. why have I been driving down the road and seen a fucking hot air balloon coming down onto a main mm. street? Why is the house burnt down next to me and I've happened to capture? Are you like, saying you're special? No, I'm saying I look for the things. I think you look for them too. You're looking for them. I think you attract, I, I think you attract this stuff. Mr. 97, what have you had happen to you, mate? Uh, Anything? Nothing because no, you're not, not looking really. for it. Yeah, yeah. that's what Tommy's really. saying. He had five opportunities where a phone <laughs> rang and so it could have been something. But what I'm saying, saying I'm is, using all of the power of the secret on yep. shit to happen in, for the news. I get so situational things like the house burning down next to me, the place next to you, the lift burning down. <laughs> I, but I'm saying, like, I think there is a trait in humans that want to sort of. They're looking for opportunities. Mm. Like I've found some weird shit. Like think about all the things I've made videos about. It's like I'm looking. Yeah. My filter is, what are all these people doing? Like if the I, amount of stuff I notice that Amy doesn't. Yeah, she's not looking. If she, I see, yeah, if I see police lights, and it's close by. Yeah, we're, we're on it, bro. I'll head over. There was like a big. It looked like sort of like a terrorist response sort of thing in this city in Christmas really? around Christmas time, and I just like. You're in there? No, I just like parked my car and yeah. just watched. We saw a four car pile up this morning because we we're coming up on Punt Road. Must have just happened and the traffic was really bad. But as soon as we get past it, Amy made a point that I was just like creeping past because mm. I'm just like just checking it out. Yeah. Ah, the person at the back has really gone hard into that. The third car's the worst. I'm just taking, getting a little, uh, I'm just wrapping some information around mm. what had happened. Then I zoom off. Yeah. But I think, yeah, you and I definitely are sort of – I'm waiting around to see see if the fight actually happens okay. from afar. Yeah. I thought that was going to go real dark. What? Yeah. Oh, any fatalities? Anyone? No, I was going to say – How many bodies we did junkie with? actually yeah. stabbed someone? That's why I like um, Victoria Street in uh, Collingwood, the corner of Victoria and Lennox. Okay, A lot yeah. of fights and stuff really? happening. Yeah. And I feel like it's never going to be – like it's always amongst the, you know – 
the community there, yeah. they're all fighting. Well, yeah, we are in a an out there suburb. Mm. That's good. But, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to Collingwood. Welcome to the suburb. Yeah. Welcome to Collingwood, bro. Why were you not I was, saying? I was going to say, but then I'm like, we work here. Everyone knows. Where Everyone we are. knows. Yeah. You know, Mr. Josh Jansen. I don't know. I think I said it to you off air. What was I that? said, I said, uh, I've decided that when I move, I'm mm. not going to tell anyone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> next minute this is the next problem minute he's on I channel like, 10 i like seven. the idea of like you know just being able to live a quiet yeah. life not telling anyone the suburb and i've uh, as 97 would say i've cooked it do you think you cooked it yeah god i saw so just quickly i won't go th- read this whole note but i saw a guy um on facebook who i used to work with mm. the radio station he um he's an actor and he does and when i say actor like um ads and he's been in a few tv shows Corporates. yeah um a few corporate like a bank ad okay. where he's like yeah going around putting the card anyway He's posted this thing and it says, my first ever fan letter and somehow the guy finds my home address and sent it to me. It is the weirdest letter. I'll just show you, Josh. I'm not going to put it up because I want to keep his privacy. But the dude has written this full page letter and at the bottom got a photo of him and put his full name and said, can you please sign here? I think that's a good – I don't think that's creepy. I reckon that's someone entrepreneurial who thinks this guy is going to be someone. No, dude. This guy's creepy. How, how do you – if you get a piece of mail to your home address and you you haven't put your thing out there mm. for people to be sending, like we do with the PO Box 400 Abbotsford, send us. Um, you can mm. send it to there. But if someone sent it there, it would make sense. Mm. If someone sent it to your home letterbox – and I'll just read you the start of the letter – Um, His name's Arthur. Dear Arthur, I'm writing this letter, which I'll keep brief, as I appreciate that your time is precious. I'm writing to... you say precious? Precious, yeah. I'm writing to respectfully request an autograph from you. Respectfully. Firstly, please forgive my intrusiveness if this address is not the most appropriate to send a request like this. If you're stating that, it's inappropriate. Like if you're going, maybe it's inappropriate, let me know. You're, it's been very inappropriate. If you can find the time to personally autograph the homemade fan card sent with this letter, I would be extremely grateful. Mm. In case you were wondering, I obtained your address through the electoral rolls and do not on share any details. So he's fully he's been transparent about the Wait, fact that this what is, is potentially the electoral creepy. Rolls, so that means. The electoral rolls, I think you can see where someone is, like where someone lives. So I, I'm. So if you lived out in the burbs and then moved to Collingwood mm-hmm. but never changed your address, yeah, you'd, you'd, have be, to, you'd be on the electoral rolls out. But it would give suburb, it wouldn't give full address. The guy's fi- found full address. Mm, interesting. So, but that was creepy. Yeah. There's some creepy. Yeah, I, I get there, that. Dude. I get that. But, but PO box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PO box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067, if you want to send us. Anything, Anything creepy. Well, because I just – I check it every fucking week. Yeah. Nothing. And but the renewals are – I've got to pay it. Uh, remind oh, – other thing I need to pay? What? Ambulance cover. You've mentioned that. We You have to – We'll do that today. If you've got <laughs> You'll to pay do your, that today. I don't need to pay your ambulance if cover. You've, if you've got, uh, got to pay your ambulance cover, yeah. you should. You know, Easter is coming up. Yes. That's also the time to change your um, – to check your – Batteries in your smoke detectors. Really? What? Where is that? Oh, because you worked at the fire brigade. Yeah, it's a big. They use that. Really? Uh, April around Easter as a just a time. I think they even get maybe the Energizer Bunny involved. Yeah. I there's actually a difference between smoke detectors and smoke alarms. What's the difference? Can't remember which is which. One detects and one alarms. Yeah, so but the, the detector should alarm you as well once the smoke arrives. I think the. Uh, 
I think Detector might smoke. 97, smoke can you look alarm. it up, please? I have a feeling that the, the for some reason I feel like the smoke alarm is actually um, the proper ones that are used commercially. Okay. And smoke detector is what... We uh, would have in our... Like yeah. I would have one in my house. Yeah. Versus Interesting. smoke detector. Here we go. 97, have you had Did you find mark? it, mate? Yeah, it says smoke alarms are multiple station smoke sensing devices mm-hmm. around the home. So that's so that an alarm like, system. It sounds like they yeah, connect together, ah, okay. whereas the smoke detectors are self-contained. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. they're single yeah, yeah, units. Yeah. I, think, I think it's like that. Yeah. Or maybe uh, it's the other uh, way So around. here the other thing is <laughs> a smoke detector is strictly a sensing device only which senses the products of combustion smoke mm. and sends a signal to a building's fire alarm system uh, to activate an aud- audible. That would be your building would have one of those. Yeah. And sometimes visual warning or alarm smoke detectors must be connected to a mm. building's fire alarm system and are not a standalone unit. Yeah. So you what, what would you have in your sort of newer complex? No idea. It would be the one connected to the yeah, full the system that would tell everyone to get yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that was good. Yeah. It's the Daily Talk oh, Show. I've learned something. Hi, the Daily Talk Show.com is the email. Admin wise, we need to um, we need to get to the 3D deal and and focus on the. Get him here. Yeah. Getting get, all that work. Get done. 3D deal down under. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we've got Craig Harper on mm. the show. We're doing a live recording of that. Mm, it's going to be, be fun. Talking about his brand new book 20 Questions for Humans. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.